0: Welcome to the True Elegance Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Bomeya Kikube, also known as Dr. B. Through solo episodes and guest sessions, we delve into the timeless qualities of style, grace, and sophistication and uncover what makes you truly elegant. So sit back, relax, and let's get started on this empowering journey of becoming truly elegant. Hello, Elegant Tribe, and welcome to another episode of the True Elegance Podcast, where we talk about what makes you beautiful from the inside out so you can radiate elegant confidence. I'm so excited about this week's episode because we'll be talking about image and branding and styling, and you all know that those are a few of my favorite things <laughs> So today I have an amazing guest on the show. Her name is Kristin Vatanian, who is the founder, CEO, and senior stylist of Jade House of Style. She's also the creator and host of the podcast, Waste Up Wardrobe, that streams live every week. Christine works with clients, offering them a full portfolio of services essential to building a cohesive personal brand, and a standout business brand. She is a master at creating unique and impactful visual identities that boost your bottom line. Her prior careers as an engineer and an attorney inform her attention to detail and her understanding of the professional and business workplace. Christine gives your brand a face, a voice, and a presence. Welcome with me, Christine. Vatanian on today's episode.
1: Thank you. That was amazing. I appreciate
0: it. Wow, lots of amazing, um, you know, background right there. And um, I know in our prior discussion, you know, we were talking about style and how to show up on camera and all those exciting things. So I'm super excited and looking forward to that today. Um, But something else I also picked in your background is the fact that you were an engineer and an attorney a while back. Is that pretty much accurate?
1: It really is. I took the scenic route to where I am today, that's for sure.
0: (laughs) Wow. Can you share a little bit about that scenic route with our audience today?
1: Yeah, I'd love to. So I, uh, I came from a family where uh, my father believed that you had to be an attorney, a lawyer, or a doctor to be successful. That that kind of gives you a little bit of a sense of the traditional sort of idea of what success was. So mm. I was um, my I had a very a very conservative family, and my dad when I applied to college. He said, you're not going away for college. You got to stay local. So go to UCI, which was local, and pick a major. And my dream was to be an architect because I'm a designer. I want to design beautiful things.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, the college I went to that was near home was not did not have an architecture school. So I thought, okay, next best thing, closest major would be civil engineering. I did civil engineering thinking later on, I would go get a master's degree in architecture. Well, I finished civil engineering school. I graduated with my bachelor's from UCI. And then I applied to USC in California uh, to the architectural program. I got in and then my dad said, no, you'll never make any money being an architect. You need to go to law school. Wow. So law school. I was a very obedient kid. <laughs> <laughs> I went to law school. I, uh, you know, I did the things I passed the bar. I started practicing for a good amount of time. Uh, about five years, you know, kind of a decent, short little career, and then decided to stay home to raise my children, had four kids was a stay at home mom. And while I was at home, raising my kids, I noticed how I always knew like women sacrifice for everybody in their lives. They do everything. So they do so much, right? They wear so many hats, Mm -hmm. And I always had a, a passion for supporting women because of all the things they do uh so i decide so and i noticed that my peer group the moms that i used to hang out with totally neglected themselves when it came to any self-care whether it's dressing up or exercise or eating well but they were they just cared that the kids look cute (laughs) (laughs) i was like no 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 ladies (laughs) i can show you how to do this and how to you can do all those things but you must self-care and that's how Jade House of Style was born. I started styling um, women to make them feel great outside as they are inside.
0: Wow, that is so beautiful. (laughs) And that resonates, you know, on so many levels, you know, thinking of growing up in a conservative family where you could either be a doctor, a lawyer, or an engineer. I think those were the three things for me growing up in Nigeria most Nigerians know that <laughs> yeah. and um but you know it's interesting to see how that journey evolved for you um i guess maybe the interest in architecture also shows a little bit to where you would have ended up and your eye for fashion and design not just of buildings but of people and um starting it off with that small group of women in your community is yeah. quite interesting,
1: and I currently have have a, kind of termed myself the the style architect because I wow. style everything in my client's life. Not there, the, I style them, the person. I style their spaces. I help them create backgrounds if they're on Zoom and show up on camera that align with their brand and style, and I design homes so studios homes so really to get everything on brand
0: wow wow that's impressive (laughs) with that going on right now um and looking at women you know like you said many times we cater to so many folks both family friends kids you know spouse or significant other and sometimes it's challenging, you know, some women don't even think about themselves or they're like, oh, it's okay, I'll get to it later. And before you know it, it's three months, six months, a year, and nothing has been done. What is your message for women in that light? I think it's really almost imperative. It is necessary.
1: It's, um, it's like essential to women to care for themselves because they are sort of the giver of all things. They are the ones who are, you know, um, strategizing and working in and out of the home and taking care of the children and rearing rearing them and taking care of possibly a significant other. And sometimes the community and, you know, doing all the charity, like they are the ones who think to do that stuff. And um, if they don't, care for themselves, then really that we, we miss out on all the wonderful things that they can accomplish. First of all, second of all, I do feel just from my experience in styling women that our families love to see the moms of the family feel great, look great and be happy. It makes them happy. I've had clients that told me, I just want to pick up my son after you styled me from school. And he said, mom, wow, you look like you came out of a magazine. You know, <laughs> or you know the wife who comes down the stairs and her husband's like oh you look so hot you know so <laughs> those kind of things um I think we forget we forget how important it is for other people that we love and take care of to make that we feel good about ourselves
0: right right I couldn't agree more and I think that there's a special boost that it gives you when you feel and look amazing like it it almost feels like you can conquer the world (laughs) like that's how I feel right now in camera doing this recording of course this is not my everyday look from wake up to sundown but when I get to you know dress up a little put on a little makeup put some lip gloss or lipstick it just transforms you from the draggy person you are and gives you a little pep to your step (laughs)
1: <laughs> Absolutely. I completely agree. In fact, the way I say it to my clients is that when you, the minute you put on a good outfit that you look in the mirror and you feel good in, it instantly elevates your emotional vibration. Right. And that is mental health. That is more important than that's not. And that's kind of the thing, you know, when I first started this business, I, I, I was, I kept thinking over and over, am I starting a business that is just based on on superficiality, just clothes that you wear, accessories. And as I dug deeper, I realized, no, not at all. Clothes are just the tool. What I do has nothing to do with the clothes, actually. Clothes are just my tool to help women feel the best that they can, to show up with confidence, to elevate their mood and make them feel happy. Because when you put on a great outfit and you look at yourself in the mirror, you want everybody to see you. You want to run into everybody as opposed to when you're not. So we all
0: know how that feels. Wow. Wow. I love that. (laughs) Yeah. Because, you know, many times um, some folks envision it as being artificial, um, you know, like right now I don't have on lashes, but sometimes, you know, I add a lash to my eyes and it just pops (laughs) (laughs) and makes it extra beautiful, you know, and after a while I'll just take them off and wipe them off. But in that moment... It just makes me feel more confident and beautiful. So, yeah, there's an aspect to it where folks just think it's all—it's a whole lot of artificial and fakeness to it. But I like the angle you're taking it from because it's a tool and we can use tools to help us to feel more confident, to feel better about ourselves um, and it's it it also points to the whole concept of this podcast, which I was sharing with you at the beginning, you know, even though we touch on the physical things and the tools that make us beautiful, many times our conversation also goes into the inner character, the strengths and qualities we need to develop as women to be able to show up confidently even after we add on those accessories and tools, yeah, yeah.
1: Absolutely. I yeah. totally agree.
0: <laughs> love it. Love it. So I'm going to ask you a question um, about styling for women. What would you say are the ABCs of styling for women? Yeah, well, I can uh definitely speak
1: to that. One of the things that as women, we find when I'm in, when I'm editing people's closets or going through a closet to kind of refresh it is that You know, and you probably heard this complaint by friends or maybe even you've had the complaint uh, where you walk into your closet and you feel like you have nothing to wear. You have so many things and it just seems like you have nothing to wear on a day. And there's a real reason for that, because that is actually a thing. And it's not just one or two people who've said that it is pretty much universal uh, complaint. And uh, the reason is that most of us women, we are really good at picking a great looking dress, a great looking top. Uh, And we collect all these things that are special, right? But what we forget to make sure we have are the basics. Mm
0: -hmm. The
1: basics are really important for you to be able to mix and match your outfit. So for instance, the way I think about basics that I like to tell people and I've This is how I teach it in my class when I've had my classes is that if vowels are the glue that pull the words together in the alphabet, your basics are the glue that pull your outfits together without them you can't really put an outfit together. Just like in, in, in the English language without vowels, you can't do much. Right. Uh, it will be just, it would it's not going to be right. So basics are key. And just to give you, and I have a proprietary list of 40 basics that I recommend to my clients to have in their closet, Okay. Um, but you can get away with 10, you know, <laughs> actually my 40 basics go through each season of the year, but, um, some basics that to keep in mind is a great pair of fitting jeans. Jeans are, you know, they have jeans, so many styles, so many cuts, so many um, washes that there is a pair of jeans out there for everybody. And you you need to have that in your wardrobe and you need to have a good fitting pair. So pair of jeans, the little black dress is a, a second. All right. Could take a little black dress and you could style it a hundred ways, and you have different outfits, right? Just by changing one thing, one accessory, one scarf, one jacket, you know, and you can really, really get your biggest bang for your buck out of a little black dress. So those are two really important basics in a wardrobe, and I have others. Uh, but the basics are important. That is my number one rule, my number one goal. Okay. And the second thing I would recommend is that you know, my style, the styling that I do, with my clients is very custom. It's very personal. It's very much oriented to each person, person individually. It's not cookie cutters, not cookie cutter. It's not, this is not your, um, you know, stitch fix. This is a very custom process. I pay attention to your hobbies, your brand, the colors, all the things that make you who you are. And so I recommend to people always think about something that's just you Maybe it's a the locket that grandma gave you. Maybe it's um something special, a special way you sweep your hair on the side. To think about what is something unique that not everybody else does, but that is kind of unique to you and keep that keep that in mind when you're dressing up. So let's say it's the locket that grandma gave you then Wear that and layer it with other pieces, but always have that on. Or maybe it's your dad's watch that, you know, um, he gave you or it could be anything. It could be that you love brown leather because, you know, your family owned a tannery. I don't know. You know, the things (laughs) that make you unique and speak to who you are Mm -hmm. can really infuse that signature brand into your life. Um, to give you an example, once I was working in a woman's uh, closet that had a Swedish grandmother who had all the Swedish, like authentic jewelry and she had it all tucked away and she never even wore it. And wow. I was like, why don't you wear this stuff?
0: <laughs> yeah. And she says,
1: well, it's just Swedish jewelry. Like, I don't, is that even in? I'm like, it doesn't have to be. This is special. This is special about you. So mm-hmm. So those would be the two things that I think can really help elevate style is make sure you have all your basics and um, and make sure that you think about what makes you who you are and interject that into your wardrobe. Like for me, uh-huh. I'm, a big, I'm a big statement a statement earrings girl I, have
0: <laughs> I can see that
1: <laughs> I have subscription um called the big audacious earrings wow. box I send out three pairs of earrings every season to my clients oh um, because I think on camera it's the easiest way to up level your look but I'm always you'll always find me wearing some great statement earrings that's my thing
0: <laughs> wow <laughs> that's awesome I like that uh, you know the they're not too complicated they're simple rules to follow (laughs) the fact about making it personal and unique too because that will definitely make the difference between you and someone else in the way even if you were wearing the same little black dress or the same pair of jeans when you step out in your gorgeous earrings or I sweep my hair in two parts to the side you know it just um it it shows the beauty and makes it unique. I yeah. love it.
1: And that's what style is. Style is unique. You, right. you have your own style.
0: Right. Are you a proponent of less is more in some things? not the earrings it depends the answer is it depends I am
1: never I'm definitely would not call myself a minimalist (laughs) um, but I have clients whose style is minimalist okay I, I can that's and that's what makes my work so unique is that I am because everything's so signature I can I you know I can style somebody who has a minimalist approach in their um style or like wants to pursue that. And I could style somebody that even likes costumey type clothes or is edgy or, you know, so um I don't consider myself minimalist. I love the look. But for me, I I like color and I
0: like
1: <laughs> and I like to um I like to have my big earrings and that's certainly not minimalist. Right you know, it's just unique to my style. So, yeah. but I do like, so see me earrings. I like to wear my little tank top and jeans and then my earrings. So, that's my- <laughs> so you know,
0: that's how you balance it out. I love yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. I love that. Um, So I'm a color person too. <laughs> I'm sure you can see that. So yes. I just, I love solid colors Um, most of the time because I think it's easy to add a few accessories and be on the go. Um, but everyone a while, well, you know, I get a flowery dress or top and I'm like, oh, well, not bad. <laughs> yeah. But many times you'll find me in a solid color. Um, how do we blend, you know, the need for, you know, showing up? for example, professionally versus casually. So, you know, maybe sometimes you don't get to wear jeans to work or you want to look a certain way when you're working versus when you're out and about grocery shopping or just walking the dog down the street.
1: Yeah. So I think that, uh, you have to look first of all. You always have to think about what area of work you're in. So let's say if you are somebody's in the corporate world, right, you kind of have to be wearing the suit, the corporate blazer, and that kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. You can't really show up to work in jeans unless it's casual Friday or something like that, right? You have to look at the area of law, uh, uh, not law, <laughs> the area <laughs> of work you're in to 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 know what's appropriate to wear and what not to wear, right? If you are somebody who's always on the out in the field, let's say you're an engineer, you're always out on the field, then you know jeans and great hiking boots are very appropriate, right? right. So first thing is always what line of work you're in. You don't want to be wearing heels in the dirt.
0: But
1: <laughs> if you, you know, you are an engineer and you go to the office, there's that kind of dress code you to pay attention to because you have to be practical and you have to be appropriate. Right. So there's that. Um and you can take a great pair of jeans that has a dark wash that doesn't have any rips in it and put a great blazer on it and then mm-hmm. you can really make it more businessy right now some places will not let you wear jeans and that's fine. But as a stylist, like I, if I went to a networking event, or if I went to a professional, I would wear my dark jeans with heels and a blazer. And I would feel very much um, appropriate, even though I'm wearing jeans, but that's also because I'm a stylist. So I'm not, I'm not expected. I'm expected to be on trend. I'm expected to be stylish. I'm expected to have to inspire with -hmm. the way I dress. So you have to always think about who this person is and where they're showing up to to kind of balance that.
0: Yes. Awesome. Awesome. I love those. <laughs> and then um, I also had a question about, you know, sometimes there's a tendency to get um, bored with maybe showing up in the same way or the same trend most of the time. Like someone like me, I like to switch my hair up. <laughs> every once in a while well, what's your advice or take on that
1: yeah so again I'm going to go back to your signature style right so I believe that whatever makes you unique whatever makes you um, sig- shows off your signature style that's what you should change up so for instance if um, for me earrings are my statement piece that's what makes me unique in my style I have a lot of big statement earrings. I change them up and I, and they're all usually pretty much conversation pieces for you. If hair is the way you like, you feel as your signature, then I can see why you would change your hairstyle up <laughs> your statement and to change things up. Right. right, right. Um, and it's not a bad idea to look at the trends every season. And I always say that every trend is not for everybody, but there's a lot of trends every season. So picking one of those trends and adapting them to your style can be a really great way to stay current and change things up so that you feel like, okay, um, trend, I'm current and I've changed it up. So this feels kind of nice and new and exciting and, um, and I love it.
0: (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. (laughs) Um, I do have a follow-up question for you. So, I know, um, like during COVID, you know, a lot of things changed where many things were happening in the virtual world. Now it's it's almost like many people have transitioned back to the way it used to be, or more so the trend now is a combination of the virtual and the in person. Do you have any tips for showing up, um, you know, still confidently and beautifully virtually versus in person?
1: yes i mean that is how my whole waist up wardrobe brand was built right so i gave birth to that during COVID. oh okay clients were not dressing head to toe anymore so i had to figure out how i'm going to help them come up professionally on camera right so i started a podcast called waist up wardrobe which is styling everybody from the waist up and it's not just about clothes it's about everything that makes you throw up professionally put your best face forward on camera It's about body language. It's about the colors to wear, the colors not to wear. It's about the lighting, the technology, about mindset, everything entrepreneurial, really. So, the virtual Zoom room is never going to go away. (laughs) It was born during COVID. It's never going to go away. Why? Because it's convenient and it works. That's true. People have really perfected it. We're gone are the days. And this is what I was really determined to help of people showing up in their bedrooms with their beds unmade in the back or people walking in the background, <laughs> the, you know, without clothes on. You oh know, Lord. Sort of, That was how it started. And right. We really have learned how to show up professionally and it's not going away. So it's really important to take that background and style it so that it is on um, brand. So maybe there's something in the background that can be a conversation piece about your business, about your life. And, um, and elevating how you show up on camera.
0: Yes, yes, beautiful. <laughs> Thanks for that beautiful reminder. Well, um, to ask, I don't know if you have any additional tips you would like to share with the audience today.
1: Yeah. Well, you tell me that, and I will <laughs> talk and talk and talk because I have a lot to share when it comes to style and branding. But I will, I will, I will not do that to your audience. But I will close with this. You know, people, I avoided terming myself a branding expert, although that is really what I do, Um, because brand encompasses a lot of things. It's the way you dress and show up yourself. It's the way you present yourself in society. It's the way you show up on camera. It's the way your office is designed, your home is designed. That's all branding. Somebody who's living on brand really tries to align all those things, right? So to me, branding is actually style. Those two Mm -hmm. words to me are synonymous. And it's important to kind of live on brand to be your authentic self, because first of all, it brings us a lot of joy. It makes us really happy when all our worlds are aligned. Aesthetically, it makes us feel good. It's like an instant mood elevator. And it's authentic. That's who we are. Right. So that, I mean, it's, it's just wonderful to live that way. And as women, just another point is that women should always, 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 always care for themselves just as much or even more than they do for the people around them. They Mm -hmm. have to take care of their health, their wellness, their fitness, they have to get dressed up a little bit so they feel good. Even their hair and makeup is important because the mom, the if a if, if female figure in the family or even in the workplace is so influential, and if that female figure is not solid, does not feel good about herself, it impacts. There's a ripple effect. It impacts a lot, a lot of people. So that's why it's really important.
0: <laughs> awesome awesome I couldn't agree more. It's been amazing having you on the show today. Thank you for all the awesome tips, you know, I see those mannequins sitting behind you and I can just imagine you going through, you know, sessions with people demonstrating what colors look like, how to combine outfits, accessories and all that. So I would love our audience to know how they can stay connected with you and what services you provide.
1: Yeah, so my website is jadehouseofstyle.com. So it's uh, jadehouseofstyle.com and you can reach me through the website through the contact form. Uh, My Instagram is jade.houseofstyle.com so you can find me on Instagram and message me or DM me there. And I'm happy to connect. I'm happy to help people figure out if, you know, if they're watching this and they want to know how to build their basics, their Mm -hmm. necessary basics or anything like that, I'm happy to help. And you can always reach me via um, email, Christine with a CH at jadehouseofstyle.com. Awesome.
0: We'll be sure to include all the that information in our show notes when we share this podcast but thank you so much Christine for being on the show today and um, please stay in touch be sure to subscribe so you'll be the first to be notified of every new episode leave a review and share this podcast with that elegant lady in your life this is a space where we can come together to empower and inspire each other and leave feeling elevated and enlightened. See you in the next episode.